This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Wait, wait, wait. We're doing that Brooklyn Nets, Brooklyn talk. Nets talk right here on Talking Nets. Brooklyn, we go hard. We go, go hard. Talking Nets. Hosted by Keith McPherson, Robin Lundberg, and Hudson Flynn. Yes, sir. Welcome right back to Talking Nets. <laughs> right back like we never left. <laughs> I don't even know the no- episode 1991. And last time we said, someone oh, please, please call, call 911. <laughs> I knew I knew today was going to be a day. I had a feeling when I woke up. I tried to enjoy my weekend. But, hey, we're going to go right into it. Uh, Kyrie has been traded. And uh, Keith McPherson, Robin Lumberg, Hudson Flynn, I guess I'll lead off as I usually do. Uh, our world, Nets world, is something you've heard me say for a while now. When I talk about the Nets world being built, that's not some type of figure of speech. That's something I've seen with my own eyes. Kyrie Irving, <laughs> you, one man is not going to crumble the Nets world, the Nets fans. Uh, today, we're going to talk about what we learned today, tonight rather, and uh, we'll talk about the game last night. Uh, here's the full trade. The Dallas Mavericks received Kyrie Irving, and uh, the same way you throw Paul Millsap in there, you throw Markeith Morris in there, and the Nets, your Brooklyn Nets, get Spencer Dinwiddie back. What? I didn't think we could ever get our old OG Nets back. Dorian Finney-Smith? Okay, and some picks? We don't have enough picks. Wait, when are they? Oh, they're uh, far from now, so F them picks. My first thought when I heard the trade, and I want you guys to close your eyes and think about today, like it wasn't that long ago, so you might not have to close your eyes. Where exactly you were, what were you doing, how you feel? I just left kicking it with Bernie Williams and Ricky Henderson and a bunch of other Yankees legends and some Mets favorites, uh, um, Daryl Strawberry, Doc Gooden. Uh, you guys know I'm a baseball guy. But I get home, and I'm unloading my my picks, my selfies. I'm just a happy Yankees fan, blessed Yankee fan. Like, wow, that was really cool. And then uh, the news breaks, and uh, I get a couple texts from, you know, haters that got my number. That They're my friends, but they haters. They got, they got mm. big hater energy. So they want to hit me with updates as if I'm not getting the update right away. And so I say, ooh, Kyrie traded? Who'd we get back? 
And my initial thought is who do we get back? Luca on the last episode. Can we do Luca straight up? <laughs> I knew we weren't getting Luca. But it was a pleasant surprise to see the tech guy with a jumper coming back because all you hear me talk about is we can't get Karis LeVert back. We can't get Jared Allen back. We, I don't want D'Lo back, but I know some Nets fans do. We can't get our old guys back. It's done. It's in the past. Move on. We've seen him come here and kill us. So I was like, cool, but you need more. I need more. That's Kyrie Irving. He's an all-star. He's all-world. I need more. Okay, Dorian Finney-Smith. This guy, I've seen him actually do work against the Nets. Finney Smith isn't bad. All right. And you know, another three and D wing. I know what we're I know what we're doing here. What else though? Oh, no other players' picks. And then I saw the rounds of the picks and the years, and those picks, F them picks, they don't mean anything to me. But then I started thinking, hey, all right, let Sean Cook. Maybe there's more to this. Maybe there's gonna be more coming. And uh, even if they keep these two pieces, good for Jacques Vaughn. You had to trade Kyrie Irving right now. He had no value in the summer, and the dude had become such a pain in the ass to the point where it's like this last surprise was the last surprise. Fool me once, twice. Fool me about seven different times. You had to make a business decision. The fans booed him on screen last night at Barclays Center. They made a move, and they got some value for one player who really, in my opinion – the regular season highlights are fantastic. They're fun to watch. But they really didn't lose anything besides someone that brought a ton of distractions, a ton of negative headlines, and it officially ends the KD Kyrie era. So no more of the talk of uh, them as a package deal. At some point, you can't live on hope anymore. And now we're living in the actual reality of the future. Robin. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use our words. Uh, you said reality. Uh, I'm going to start with relief before I get to retool and rebuild because those are the the two choices I think that you got. You mentioned Kyrie getting booed. I found that interesting just because through everything else, he hadn't been booed. You know, like when they announced him at the games, he hasn't been booed. He he didn't get vaccinated, wasn't with the team, still got cheered. He posted the link, said what he said, still got cheered. He got booed for this because he committed like a sports sin in this case. The sports sin of, of quitting on the team. He, he, you know, it was just, I don't know, 10 days ago, Kyrie was saying this was different than last year because they didn't have anybody who wasn't all in in the locker room and how he could never leave seven alone and, and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden he requests a trade unbeknownst to the rest of his teammates from all the reporting, like a, 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 you know, a real grenade tossed into what had otherwise been a promising season once he actually got back. And I guess he thought, you know, six to eight weeks of good behavior – is enough to, for a four-year commitment. But I, I think the, the operative R word to start with is relief. I think Nets fans, are a lot of them are feeling relief today. People want to joke and call it a failure and all that, and we'll get to all that, and some of it's fair, some of it's over the top. But whatever the case may be, it has been exhausting dealing with, with Kyrie Irving. It's a cycle, right? It's like, this guy's the most skilled player I've ever seen to, he's a distraction, we're better without him, to, oh my God, Kyrie's so nice to get him off the team. I can't believe he did this again. You know, and, and it's just exhausting to deal with. So to no longer have to deal with that is promising. Whether that means they're better tomorrow or whether that means they're better down the road. Now you have to get to the point of, are you retooling or are you rebuilding? Obviously, rebuilding means the end of Kevin Durant's time here. This feels like a retooling move right now to bring in Spencer Dinwiddie, who's got length, who who can shoot the three, who can create a little bit. And I'm more excited for Dorian Finney-Smith. 
you know, a three and D wing, a guy that can help them defend in specific matchups, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, you know, that's the kind of guy you put on those players and then whatever else can come of this before the trade deadline. Cause I do think there is a, an opportunity here. You, you say the, the picks and everything like that. Well, those picks matter as capital for, for trades. I mean, yes, they could matter for the nets as far as 2029. And if the Mavs are bad and that being a potential lottery pick, but if you're going the retool route, you always have the rebuild route in your back pocket and, and a KD trade, a hypothetical KD trade would recoup a lot of draft picks. I think the move right now is to take those draft picks, go shopping to make this team better than it is right now. Cause even on that, uh, on paper right now, it's a very uh, deep team. It just depends on, on Kevin Durant's buy-in and I'm hopeful uh, given the way he's played this season, given the things he said, that he's going to come back in, lock in for the rest of the season. We'll deal with the rest in the summer. But as someone who's followed this very closely, I feel a, a sense of relief that that you know black cloud. You know, I, I know the reference is is a little old now, but Wiley Coyote used to move, and a little black cloud would follow him. That that black cloud is is no longer over the Barclays Center. Amen. 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 Happy Sunday, everybody. Yeah, and I'll stick with the R words. I'll stick with reality. And it seems to me that there's a lot of, whether they're Nets fans or Kyrie stands or whomever on Twitter, who are a little out of touch with reality. The way that these superstar trades work is there are situations where you can recoup a lot of value. Rudy Gobert put the team that he was on previously in a good position to recoup value. Kyrie Irving did not. So those comparisons are a little out of the water. The Nets with a Kyrie Irving who it seemed was committed after reporting came out to not playing for the Nets until a trade happened or he was able to go elsewhere in free agency. That is a very easy a very easy uh, item for other teams to trade for. It's low value because the Nets need to get rid of him or else they're going to recoup no value for the rest of the season. So right there, the trade value for Kyrie goes down artificially because Kyrie is going to refuse to play for the Nets. This isn't a 2K simulation. He doesn't have to play. And so the Nets went out and they made, I think, in my opinion, the best possible trade that they could have. There was, it came down to, it seemed, uh, between the Mavs and the Lakers with a late push by the Clippers there. And if you look at the two potential packages, and of course we don't know what the Lakers package would have been, the truth of the matter is that we would not have gotten more value back from any other team than the Mavs. The Mavs were in a great position to give the Nets some value. And I know we'll go around the table and we'll talk about how, you know, it's great to have Spence back. It's great to have a player who shoots 40% from three, still averaging 20. That's not like you're getting nothing. Uh, it's great not to have Russell Westbrook. Dorian Finney-Smith is a lockdown defender. We have draft picks that we can move to kind of trim down what is a little bit of a bloated roster at this point to get some more winning pieces. But what I'll say is at the end of the day, I feel a little, and and this is, not, you know, emotion shouldn't come into sports when it's on the business side, but I feel a little betrayed by Kyrie Irving a little bit. You know, we spent years, Keith and I did, being the podcast and the account that was known to defend Kyrie when it came to his leaves of absence or some of his nonsense. We said, you know, at the end of the day, he's home. He's a Jersey kid. He's playing for the team that used to be in Jersey. And he has made a big point out of saying this is home and this is where he foresees him finishing his career and we almost banked on that a little bit and now at the end of this era at the end of a season that started with Kyrie running out in practice in the park 
and high-fiving all of the Nets fans and personally stopping and talking and saying thank you to Nets fans for bearing with him over the past couple seasons. Jump to the anti-Semitism stuff where he seems to make amends and he comes back when KD goes down and he says, you know, we're a team, we're committed to this project. To after a terrible loss, a terrible loss against the Boston Celtics, losing by 43 points the next day coming in with a trade request to get out of here. It feels like a bit of a betrayal. At the end of the day, that's a little emotional. And Kevin Durant would make fun of me for being too emotional with these things. But there's some sort of an agreement, like a pact that's made between players and fans, especially players who come here and say that they want to be here. And to quit on the team, and I am comfortable using that word, feels disappointing. And I am I am really, truly glad that Sean Marks and Joe Sy were able to get something back for this to put the Nets in a position where, like Robin said, they can retool going forward. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I wasn't unmuted. Um, did you hear that? No, this you can just you, talk. <laughs> no, that, did you hear the, the sound? Silence. Of the, did you hear the sound of the Kyrie stands? They're exiting the Nets world. They're filtering themselves out. They're slowly scuffling and trying to figure out if they want to buy a Kyrie Dallas Mavericks jersey. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. This Nets world has been built. And like you just heard Hudson say, there is betrayal. And that is why you heard fans turn on him. Because we all said, ew, Kyrie, did you just put your contract and your your pride in front of the team right now? We're trying to survive without KD. Ew, bro, are you serious? Nah, you, wow, you played everybody, I guess. But congratulations, you played yourself. This goes on your 30 for 30. This goes on your ledger. The haters, right, the Kyrie haters, not the stands, but the Kyrie haters that tell you, he's a cancer. He destroys everywhere he goes. The guy's all about himself. He's never going to buy into the team or the organization. They won today. They're having a blessed Sunday. They're like, see, I knew it was only a matter of time. It didn't matter if he's from New Jersey. It didn't matter if he brings his kids to the game. It doesn't matter if he says he wants to be the guy on the court when the Nets get back to the finals. Those are just words. (laughs) The bottom line is he was trying to finesse the organization closest to his home to give him a max contract that he didn't deserve. We've talked about it a ton. You can't just act like Kyrie is Kyrie without all the other stuff. Okay, hold on. Stop the presses, folks. We're getting money now. I'm not used (laughs) to getting money like this. Ding, 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 ding. We should have some type of alarm. I should have some type of lights. I mean, he has a pimp named Slickback, you know. <laughs> like when when you're pimp Slickback, you might have a little bit of cash on the pimp, side, you know. What pimp, I'm pimp, 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 <laughs> pimp. Pimping ain't easy, but it's under control. A pimp named Slickback, nine dollars and ninety nine cents super chat. He writes, "Breath of fresh air, fellas. Demar, Levine, Siakam, get one of those guys, and we're good." I almost quit watching basketball last year. Good riddance, Kyrie. Let's go, Brooklyn. That's what this is about, fellas. 
It's about the Brooklyn Nets. And we're going to talk about last night's game. I don't know if y'all watched that game. I tweeted out before the game. I'm, I want to watch basketball. I want to watch the Nets game. I don't care. I'm not doing all that other goofy shit. I don't care if Ben is on a date with a supermodel. I don't care if the Suns, the Clippers, the Mavs, the Lakers are all in on Kyrie. Let Sean Marks pick up the phone. I'm a fan. I watch hoops. And my team is the New Jersey Nets that moved to Brooklyn. I'm going to watch them. I don't give a damn if it's Edmund Sumner and Cam Thomas. That's actually entertaining for me to see them pull that off last night. Riveting. I actually didn't, didn't expect it. I mean, go like, ahead, Robin. Cam Thomas is getting to the point. I've been critical of his game and, and how he's fit in when trying to play other roles. But it's getting to the point where he's had enough opportunities to just kind of go off in these games where eventually you have to give him those opportunities more often. You know, whether it's Seth Curry's minutes or or who, you know, more minutes coming from Kyrie. Same goes with Edmund Sumner, who plays hard. Uh, you can never question his effort. He plays defense. So they, you got guys that whether, you know, you win or lose, you can feel good about. And, and that's that's a good thing. As far as where you, you go from here and the, the team, look, let's be real about it. We all know the, the deal with Kyrie. He's a generational talent. He's sensational. It's the reason he still has anybody that's willing to go after him in this instance. You get it from the Mavs' point of view to a certain extent. You know, can Le- Luca be what LeBron was to Kyrie? Can Kyrie be what Brunson was to Luca last year. Luca's very ball dominant. You know, Brunson kind of wanted to go somewhere else where he could play more. Kyrie was used to playing off LeBron. The West is kind of wide open. They'll roll the dice. But from the, the Nets side of things, they had to move on. They had to move on from Kyrie Irving. Uh, I don't care about the James Harden trade anymore. I, I don't care about scary hours anymore. I care about where you, you go from here. And the guys that come in help this team immediately this is a deep team now you know remember when they had that stretch without Kyrie this year and we were talking about how like fun it was to watch that team well now they're upgraded from that team because you get two guys in Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith are going to play a lot of minutes for this team perhaps even start you have to figure out both of them perhaps even start you have to figure out what's going on with Ben Simmons you have to figure out what the next move is but remember through all this and, and I don't say this to make any declarative statements but Since Kyrie has been here, he hasn't played that many games. He's only played a handful more games than Kevin Durant, and he had an extra season. I think KD and Kyrie only played 74 games together, and you never knew what was behind door number two with Kyrie. Well, we just got door number two opened, and now he's been sent packing and out the door. But the the Nets have a better record when Kyrie doesn't play than when he does play. That's not me saying they're better without Kyrie. That's me stating a fact. They have a better record this season without Kyrie than with Kyrie, which is obviously skewed by the fact that Durant's been out these last several games and Kyrie's been playing. So I I, want to be fair, but they are eight and four in games that Kyrie has not played this year. So the idea, maybe maybe they're not going to win a championship. I don't think the expectations are championship necessarily anymore. But the idea that the Nets are just going to suck because Kyrie is gone, I think is is false. This Nets world has been built. <laughs> Absolutely not. And I don't mean to cut you off, but the only record that we need to remember about Kyrie and the Nets, 156 games played, 142 games missed. One man is not going to crumble this organization or this fan base. Go ahead, Hudson. And then I want us to all kind of talk and kind of, because I have a, you know, there's things that I wanted to throw in or what Robin was saying. I think if we all kind of pay attention to the conversation, we won't talk over each other. Go for it, Hudson. 
Yeah, I mean, I was just going to say at, at this point, right, you have a Nets team. And again, like Robin said, maybe the expectations are slightly lowered. But I want to give Sean Marks more of a chance. He was handed a really, really awful, crappy deck with this Kyrie situation. Say what you will about if he was the reason that it was brought there, him not giving Kyrie that crazy max extension that Kyrie wanted was the reason that it was brought there. Whatever. Then have the chance to make some more moves, to bring some more players into this team and to move somewhere out. This is not over yet. This this era is not over yet of, of making trades and seeing where the dust settles after the Kyrie trade. But if you sit down and you look at what we would have gotten with a Kyrie who is not playing and you want to talk about revising expectations, a Nets team where Kyrie does not play and is not bought into the team, that's a terror. That's, I mean, maybe not a terrible team. Kevin Durant can carry, but we've seen what happens. It's not a good team. It's not a well put together team because you have yet another max contract in addition to the Ben Simmons contract that is sitting on the bench, not doing anything. Right. And now at least you have an opportunity to move forward. And this is what this trade gives us the chance to do is to move forward, not only as a team from a winning perspective, but from Nets fans as a community, right? We have, this is probably one of our largest ever live shows ever. We have all of these Nets fans in here, probably not Kyrie stands because they're off listening to a Mavs pod now, but we have a chance as a community to actually sit down and move forward, right? Kyrie brought an era with him. He brought his own brand of basketball brilliance and off the court nonsense to the Nets. And now we get to move forward and we get to move forward, not in a position where we are in a rebuild, in a position where we have Kevin Durant, we have other star-ish, star-caliber players in Nick Claxton and Spencer Dinwiddie to, Dinwiddie to put around him, and we have a future that is not rebuilding. So there's a lot of people who maybe need to be talked off the ledge because Nets fans seem to always sit on that ledge. But I think we should be grateful for the chance to actually have a winning team moving forward with this Kyrie saga just put behind us. Let me try to have some compassion, right? I was watching Nets Kingdom and they were doing like, you know, like let's 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 reflect on Kyrie. Let's give him his flowers. Fuck that. Like I, but I I'll, I'll try to have some some compassion for you if you're the type of fan right now that's it's a sad day. We lost Kyrie. Let's reflect on the good times and the memories. Bruh, guys like that don't get that, right? You were already on thin ice. You don't get that. Goodbye. And the thing I'll say is a lot of y'all confuse Kyrie with KD. They're not the same guy. So let's see how KD responds. Let's see if KD wants out. I would not trade one Kevin Durant. But let's see how KD looks at the team when he comes back. If he says, hold on, okay, Jacques, we got some pieces. We have a coach now. It's not Steve Nash here. We have a coach that they are giving pieces to. That's good. You saw him cook with eight guys available last night. Guys that don't play. They don't play together. And they found a way to win. The Nets will find a way to win. Kyrie was a headache. I got tired of doing podcasts about him. This will be the last full-blown-out podcast on Talking Nets where we say Kyrie Irving's name. And it yeah. sucks that it's gotten there because we repped 11. To hell with that. It's about the Nets. I was a Nets fan before him. I'll be a Nets fan after him. Now, let's go all around, right? Because there's a few things that, you know, Robin said, and I'm sure things that Hudson said, I'm, and out of respect, we try not to talk over each other. But we can have a conversation with the mic open. You know, if you say a couple things and somebody wants to react, just throw a hand up. 
um, and we'll keep it rolling. Go for it, Robin. Well, those uh, the the two ones and eleven stand for deuces now. Peace out, Kyrie. Um, you know, good luck in your future endeavors. But yeah, your tenure with the Nets was a disgrace. Oh, uh, and and it's better. Everybody's better off. Can't even wear your jersey now. <laughs> yeah, bought two Kyrie jerseys. Let's got be real. Three, you wore pairs of shoes. You, They're disgraced now. You couldn't even Nets really. Fan. You couldn't even really wear the Kyrie jersey for much of this year without worrying. I about wasn't. What, yeah, they've been <laughs> like, talked because I don't want that heat that comes with your name. It ain't me. Yeah, uh, and, and as far as Kevin Durant goes, the way I look at it is this: Kevin Durant said his whole trade request happened in the summer. They weren't playing games. So he didn't disrupt the team. I hope he stands by that. If I'm the organization, I go to him and say, we're trying to put the best team around you we possibly can. We can revisit everything in the summer, see where we're at, but let's lock in right now and go for it. That's the way I um, I handle it. I think they have a chance to be an elite defensive team. Zach writes that that's finesse the Mavs. Spencer is a dog, 40, 40% from three. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith is one of the best w- d- defensive wings in the league. Yeah, I mean, you put out a lineup of – Let's say Spencer Dinwiddie, Royce O'Neal, Kevin Durant, Dorian Finney-Smith, Nick Claxton. That's tough to score on, and you can shoot from everywhere there aside from the Claxton spot. So Who are we trying to beat, fellas? The Who's Boston Celtics. Ten times in a row, fellas. The Kyrie comes up small against them guys. He had one good game when he was giving them the middle finger. He let it all out. He's had nothing since. Goodbye. And, <laughs> and Goodbye. Our, our, our guy, pimp named Slickback, wrote in another uh, premium message. Compassion for what? Kyrie is in the same memory bank with Jacoby Ellsbury for me. If anything, Kyrie's tenure has allowed me to forgive Darren Williams. It's about the Nets. <laughs> Goodbye, <laughs> yeah. Kyrie. Exactly, bro. We're not gonna look. We're not gonna look well on Kyrie Irving as this goes forward. Go ahead, Hudson. and that's the perspective of someone who has been a part of this next community since the Darren Williams days. I didn't know that we've reached a point where we can really say like since the Darren Williams days like that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm the youngest guy in the podcast, but that doesn't that doesn't feel very long ago. 2015, to me. 2016. Right. Right. It's 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 crazy to me and. I understand all of the perspectives that we have here as a Nets team that anyone is looking at this as not a win, quite frankly, because Kyrie is for as gifted as he is. We could not rely on him to be on the court. And that's period before any of the trade request stuff. Sean Marks was given a bad hand and he came out not with aces, but with winning pieces, right? A a lineup that Dorian Finney Smith, Royce O'Neal, Kevin Durant, Nick Claxton, and I don't know, fuck it, Ben Simmons. That's the that's that's no, long. No, we no, got a couple of days to trade his ass. I, I don't look I, at this point, I, he's not going anywhere. That contract's not going anywhere. Oh, I, I, come on, I, I believe Sean in Marks. Sean Marks. I don't believe that's going anywhere. But that's a top a top three defensive unit in the league that feels especially built to take down the Boston Celtics. And like we said in the last podcast, that is that is the team that everything runs through. And now that we have a situation where everybody has buy-in and I know we're going to get there, but if you want to talk about Brooklyn Nets buy-in and being committed to an organization, to a coach, to a team, look at that win last night. Look at the win. Look at the game that Cam Thomas put up coming cold off the bench and putting up 44. Brooklyn. We have pieces. Pride. We have pieces that Pride. are here to do something, right? Like why do we don't need a Kyrie Irving to sit on the bench and not give us anything. We not have all players of value you. now. There it's are not other about grown him. It's a team. men on that bench. It is it's an organization. Go ahead. Hey, 
And you don't have to wait for the next shoe to drop, right? You, like like Nike dropped Kyrie's shoe line. You don't have to wait for the next shoe to drop. You're about but, to drop John Morant next. <laughs> how, you go from, how you go from dropping Kyrie over a link to now John Morant is gang affiliated? Well, just, I mean, allegedly, I, allegedly. I, I remember that uh, when I saw that, you're, you're going to know how Hollows Field tweet, uh, my spider senses started tingling about John Morant back then. But Luis Garcia writes in. gangsta. What, what if Kate? What if KD walks? We are finished. Here's the thing. KD has three years How left on his deal. Walk? No, number one, he's got three years he left on his deal. walking anywhere unless we allow him to walk. No, Number two, like he I said at the beginning, at home. there's two options, retool or rebuild. KD with three years left on his deal is an ultimate rebuild chip. Right now, I'm in the retool mode. And this is a place for KD to get a lot of appreciation. Because KD went to the Warriors, and we all knew he was going to win. We all knew that team was going to win, and they did. The most I ever was impressed by Kevin Durant was that series against Milwaukee where he did a dolo. Then he went on to win with Team USA. I've been super impressed by the way Kevin Durant has carried himself this year. Hell yeah, the, here it comes. There Drive are no, the bus. Drive the bus, KD. Drive the bus. Drive Get the a, bus, KD. Be Chris Farley in, in Billy Madison or, or Keanu no. Reeves in speed. Be the bus driver. <laughs> yeah, you're you're gonna, going to jail now. <laughs> you got to drive. <laughs> you know, but if KD gets this team to exceed expectations, it doesn't have – look, I hope it's a – if it's a championship, he's a legend. But if, if even if he exceeds expectations, all the flowers – Yo, the entire bouquet. Just get out the second round. Just yeah. get out of the second round. And that's the most success of this era. He just, Kevin Durant has to get this team out of the second round. And that is the most successful season of the KD era. The KD Kyrie era is done, folks. And I, I'm, I'm relieved. And I don't feel like we got finessed. You have to think about peace of mind. Here's an analogy for y'all. Because I, 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 this is what I was thinking before, and I know some of y'all might get this, and some of y'all won't. If you ever dealt with, like, a fine girl, a bad one, like, one of the prettiest girls who's got it, like, I'm telling you, an eight or better. Like, if you ever dealt with one of these girls that, like, I'm talking about looks, right? She's bad. Everybody's like, damn, your homie's sweating you. One of Ben 10's girls. One of Ben 10's girls. <laughs> one of Cam Thomas's girls. Come but on. you keep dealing with her. And she's got a lot of dumb shit going on, right? She gets you in trouble. She lies a lot. She's keyed your car. She's forgetful. She's high maintenance. She's ditzy. She doesn't know regular things. After a while, you're going to stop dealing with her. She's not going to be that fine. Even the baddest ones have someone that is tired of their ass. Kyrie is all world. He's the best. We, we watch him and we are amazed. But at this juncture, you pulled this shit off at this time with the trade request. The Nets are like, hey, I'm blocking your number. Goodbye. Goodbye. We're done. And, and, you know, I think the Nets wanted to be done with Kyrie in the summer. If you recall, you go back and they basically said, find somebody, find a deal. He couldn't find one. He opted back into his deal. Coincidentally or not, KD requested his trade the next day. But nevertheless, Kyrie opts into his deal. So the Nets were basically in this position. This forced I mean, Kyrie, in many ways, did them a favor. It forced the issue, and now it's done. And now there, I, I do think there is a big – you can hear it throughout. You know, it's it's the end of the Brooklyn chant. It's like, Brooklyn. <sighs> a sigh of relief. Uh, here we go. In Brooklyn. It's not Kyrie. And, it's Brooklyn. <laughs> People are forgetting about Kevin Durant. Uh, 
I, I, I think people are forgetting about Kevin Durant. I know he's been out for a little while. I know he's missed a couple of games. But we have people, and I'm not going to say who because we have lots of people in the chat now, that are saying that the Nets can't even win a playoff series with the roster as currently constructed. First off, I don't know if you understand how the NBA works. We have the play-in system. You're win- If you have a team with Kevin Durant, you're winning any playoff series. That's just, you're good. You can get out of the first round. But do you not understand Kevin Durant's pedigree? Do you not understand what Kevin Durant was doing this season before he got hurt? I don't think people really are understand. I mean, yes, it would be a disaster if Kevin Durant leaves, but we have him under contract. We're good. We got him. We have a Kevin Durant this season. And if you're a team with Kevin Durant, and even, I would say, good players. Nick Claxton, verging on being a star. Spencer Dinwiddie can be close to all-star material. Like, the Nets have good players. We have pros. We have pros that want to be here. Professionals. Kyrie is unprofessional. And now we don't have to be you know, bagged down by a player that can't compete. And I, I don't, I feel comfortable saying this cannot compete against the one team that the Nets need to be able to compete against in the Boston Celtics. Yo, he got baptized by 43 points. The last time they were out, it, you know, like something was up with that game. We kind of talked about the effort level didn't seem in line. That's his legacy the now. The That's the last game you play for the team that you rooted for as a kid. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, and, you played and, yourself. The, the Raptors, right? They won a title with one star. The, the the Mavericks, they won a title with one star. We are kind of past the the era where it has to be like stars on stars on stars stacked in that exact way. Now, look, it, I, I don't think the Nets should be done. I would be uh, looking at Toronto. I would be looking at for, you know, that OG Ananobi has been made available. I'd be looking at Chicago. Zach Le- Levine, we've heard his name mentioned. You're You're now armed with, I think, Philly's pick next year. The 2029 pick you just got from Dallas. I, I believe your own 2029 pick. So the Nets could move as many as like three first round picks in a deal here. Uh, not to mention they've got Seth Curry's salary, which is good for trades. Joe Harris's salary, which is good for trades. I, you know, Patty Mills' salary is, is good for trades. I like Patty Mill by, Mills, by the way, as a, a vet off the end of the bench. It would be Harris and, and Curry that I'm looking to move. And then, of course, if I can move Ben Simmons, I'm looking at that too. But there are ways to upgrade this roster, which is already pretty good. You know, like Hudson was just saying, it's not like there's nobody in the rotation now because you just added – it's a two-for-one deal here. You put two guys into the rotation, so you gain one player in this deal. If you can make another deal and pick up one other rotation player, all of a sudden you're starting to look at, at a team one through eight, one through nine, that's pretty strong, especially if some of the young guys can develop uh, on the way. Um, and, and you know, it is Kevin Durant. It, you know, it does come down to what Kevin Durant thinks – how much Kevin Durant believes in the organization, how much he believes in himself. But um, I think we all believe in Kevin Durant. And, and the one thing we, we've gotten is that out of this, a, a, a renewed appreciation that one of the best players of all time is on the Brooklyn Nets, and he's still on the Brooklyn Nets until he's not. This is a cautionary tale, Nets fans. We went the superstar route, the player empowerment route. The Brooklyn Nets did everything for Katie and Kyrie. I don't want to lump them together anymore. It's done. It's over. The Nets did everything for Kyrie. Everything. This guy had his way. And at the end of the day, he did so many things along that way where they said, no, we can't commit to another four years of this. It would be malpractice. It would be bad business. We can't trust you. We can't trust you. So we're not. Oh, you want to call our bluff and publicly request a trade? Well, you're an all-star right now. 
let's see what we can get for you. It's your value's higher now than it was when you were anti-vax guy. Your value was lower when you had a shoulder and you weren't showing up. And your value now, they, the world has seen you play. And your style of play that the world has oohed and odd at, your fourth quarter Mamba mentality is cool and all. But this is Kevin Durant's team. At some point, KD is going to come back. And that version of Kyrie on the Brooklyn Nets was going to end anyway. Let's get back to team basketball. We have a good coach, right? Kevin Durant, you always have to remind people, that's KD. You know who that is? That's why he had to ask. I'm Kevin Durant. Do you know who I am? It's like we always have to remind people the effect that he has on the basketball game. Not Kyrie. We talk about one man having power. When KD steps on that floor, everybody around him is better. You saw it this year. Utah Watanabe, he's not the same without fucking KD. Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons' knee is hella sore since KD went away. I, the MRI, no, my knee, trust me, it hurts. They don't want to be out there without KD. KD is coming back. I think he's healthy today. But, but yeah. we'll see how this plays out. The all-star break is needed. It's on the way, but the deadline is coming up before that. Final touches. Let's put the final touches on this thing. Shout out to everybody in the chat. While you're here, click like, subscribe if you're not already subscribed. We do this pretty regularly. Uh, Talking Nets has been going on since 2019 after the clean sweep happened. And I honestly, as a Nets fan, said there's not enough Nets fans to make a Nets brand yet. Boy, was I wrong. A ton of podcasts. Nets spaces are big. And you know what we find? Nobody cares about the Nets, but everybody comes in to drink our tears. Well, we got tired of that. And now we've got back to what Brooklyn is about, what the culture is about, what the organization was about, what we had before we went the superstar route, before we literally gave our organization to two superstars, thinking that they would take us to the promised land. You bring in a third superstar in James Harden, thinking he's going to bring. It did not work. It was a colossal failure when you expect them to get to the finals and win it, and they couldn't get out of the second round. The, the basketball gods were never ready for the big three. They all got hurt. And Kyrie always put himself in front of his teammates, the organization, and now the fans. And that's finally over. Let's see what comes next. I am excited about it. I cannot wait to see. Well, yeah, the, the big three was a disaster, no question. But th there's still time to salvage what's left, um, and, and hopefully the Nets do it. You said Kyrie was great in the fourth quarter. 25% of the time, he's there for you every time, right? That, that's, that's kind of the Kyrie mantra during his time here. Uh, I'll read what um, Woj apparently said at halftime of the Knicks-Sixers game. Brooklyn wants to get back to work. They will be aggressive with their picks to go out before the trade deadline and get more help around Kevin Durant, let's get this roster as good as it can be around KD. Let him do his thing and go from there. One thing is for sure. If that's the case, KD's in uniform on the court. They upgrade the roster around him. I feel good about the product that will be taking the floor at Barclays Center. It's something that will be easy to root for and hopefully something that can have an extended playoff run come the spring. At the end of the day, right, the Nets are a more likable team. Quite frankly, you want to bring more people into this Nets world, you bring in more likable players. And Kyrie Irving, for as great as he is in the basketball court, he, he's got some problems. He's got some problems. He brings with him – I actually – I don't like to give too much props to, to Nets Daily, but they did have a, have a good tweet that his, his baggage is bigger than his bag, and he might have the biggest bag in the entire NBA. And look – 
I am just happy that the Nets can move forward at this point, right? We have an opportunity here to put more pieces on this team. I said it before. I'll say it again. We have a bloated team. We have trade pieces, valuable trade pieces, sitting on the bench that are not going to be able to get adequate playing time that will be valuable to move somewhere. We have good picks. Mavs pick we got today, a lot of people are clowning it, saying, oh, that player is in the sixth grade. That's right after Luca's contract theoretically could ex- expire and he could go somewhere else. That that pick could accrue a lot of value, and I know there are teams that are interested in trying to get the value that may potentially come from that pick. It is a speculative league, and we have picks that can be speculated on. We have good players that can go to both bad and good teams and make them better. And we are in a position where we can go forward and win. This is not the collapse of some amazing era of Nets basketball. We made it to the second round once. It wasn't working. A lot of things weren't working. Steve Nash wasn't working. Kyrie Irving, as it turns out, was not working. And we are in a position now where we can move forward. And you know what? Let's let's take the chains off Cam Thomas. Maybe this gives him the chance to go out and be great. We got players that are dropping 44 points off the bench. Maybe this is time. Maybe it's his time. They're not I don't know, Cam. but the Nets have a lot to go. Everybody's yeah, laughing at the Nets. A- ain't shit funny, to quote Cam Thomas. <laughs> ain't <Yeah>. shit funny. <laughs> Laugh now, cry later. Like, I, I I, threw out our little sleeping Homer Simpson meme when the Knicks lost last night. Just for the, you know, just for the Knicks fans that wanted to celebrate. Oh, Kyrie. Like, yeah, we're still better than you. And we're going to still be better than you. What do Knicks fans have games. to celebrate? I don't understand. I think they should go after Kyrie Irving. What are they, they, what are they celebrating? They should sign Kyrie Irving. I want them to sign Kyrie Irving in the summer. I think that would be great for them. Ineptitude. They are the Boo York Icks. They are the Boo York Icks. And now Kyrie is with the Dallas Mavnicks. Goodbye. Jason Kidd, figure out how to have him and Luca share the ball in crunch time. <laughs> figure out if they can roll out another ball for Kyrie to dribble and for Luca to back somebody down and try and draw a foul. Listen, bro, that's not our problem anymore. And we'll see what happens with KD because that's where all they're pivoting to next. Oh, like these guys are besties to the point where they don't do business. Like they're not professionals. Like they're not grown-ass men. KD, this is his team. This Nets world, when you see KD repping Nets world, he's the star. He's the centerpiece now here. We tried. And I don't think KD's running from this. This is going to be a good basketball team with a good coach. And when you look at this East, this is the last thing I wanted to do. Alex, do you have the uh, screenshot of the standings? Because I think people are delusional, right? Like, this is a fourth-place team we're talking about. Kevin Durant is going to come back. And even if KD doesn't come back, you saw last night, the end of our bench is ready. So who do you fear? The 76ers almost beat them without KD last week. The Milwaukee Bucks, they're trying to find another piece, right? They're getting Chris Middleton off the bench and back acclimated. And then, obviously, the Boston Celtics. I don't have to talk about the teams below us. Those teams aren't jumping us. The Cavs? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Kyrie is, as himself as a player, fantastic to watch. But this is a team and a team game and an organization. And now we can get back to rooting for the team. Kyrie has uh, a lot of fans, but they're kids. They don't even understand vaccinations and anti-Semitism. <laughs> they and, don't know anything look and if you're trying look it, 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 when the, the chapter is all said and done we'll get to the organizational responsibility in, in all these moves and how it fell apart and joe Sy and sean marks and we'll, we'll see when this is all said and done and written and how much blame they deserve i ain't mad at him but kyrie irving if you're still twisting yourself to try and act like 
he deserved a full max, no question. Hell that. no. Or or he didn't bring all, all of this on himself. You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. I love watching Kyrie play. I love. I wish he could be my favorite player, but instead, I'm thrilled. This is for the the fans. He's out of here. They could have brought Russell Westbrook here. They didn't do that. They brought one of our guys back. They brought back Spencer Dinwiddie. I'm telling you, that was the first thing I thought. I thought they were gone forever. Karis, okay. Jay, okay. Spence, that time that we had, done. Tech guy with a jumper. We've seen him win games for the Nets. They brought him back. This is for the fans, and they know the fans are going to keep coming out. We've got good attendance. I was happy to see people in there last night, even in the weirdness of what it was right now. The Nets were looking super corny yesterday with with, with the Ben Simmons nonsense, with the Kyrie nonsense, uh, even the way the game was shaking up. Guys getting hurt, Seth going out, Keith going out, and it's like, damn, we got eight guys left, and they found a way to win. They're going to keep finding a way to win. And KD's not running away from the fourth-place team in the East that's finding ways to win that could play themselves into a third seed, could play themselves into a – let it play out. We got a few more days of the deadline. Subscribe to Talking Nets. Hit like on the way out. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you follow people. Follow Hudson. Follow Robin. You ain't got to follow me. I think I hit my max of, of followers on Twitter. I'm good. I'm good. New year, new me. I'm blocking people this year. I said I was just going to mute y'all lames. No, now I'm Sergi. Block a goodbye. I don't care if you get a badge that says Keith McPherson blocked you. I don't want to see your goofy-ass handle with numbers in it and your no-profile-having ass on Twitter. I am done. Anything else, fellas? You can follow in- me. If I don't like yeah. you, then I'll do all that stuff. <laughs> no, I hate you. <laughs> I'm not going to preemptively tell you I hate you. <laughs> Look, I just want to say, I just want to say, in the era where everybody is a pundit on social media and everybody has their platform and seems like everybody's starting a podcast, I just want to say, if you are Nets fans doing that, enjoy the sigh of relief that you don't have to defend Kyrie Irving anymore. You don't have to. You just don't have to. I know you're gonna. I, I got. I know people. We we know people who are in the in this community who are going to. But at the end of the day, man, you don't have to do it anymore. We're good. We're free. We're free of him, and we move forward as a team. Not for nothing. Look at what the Celtics did. I hate to say it, they got better. They got better when he left. You know, let's look forward. Let's stop looking backwards. Yeah. KD, KD's not running from this. Kyrie has his own path. He's going to have a hell of a 30 for 30 shit. It might come out in 20, 30, 30, because I'm telling you, the guy has burned enough bridges and people are scared to touch him. If he doesn't re-sign with the Mavs, where else are you going to go? And that's not our problem anymore. It was real. It was fun, but it wasn't real fun. We didn't win shit. That's what this is about. I want to see the Nets back in the finals. I was a middle school kid watching the finals back then when we got smoked by the Lakers, when we lost to the Spurs. We got Vince Carter and we never went back. I'm over it. Our world. Nets world. This Nets world has been built. It's not going anywhere. Let's go Nets. Let's go Nets. Brooklyn.